other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Everyone, this is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. I hope you had a great weekend. I certainly did. We are on the precipice of seeing something truly insane happening to the entire Northeast region. What am I talking about? Of course, the moving of the ball forward on the issue of congestion pricing. I think uh, my borough president, Vito Fasella, spoke for a lot of not just Staten Islanders, but New Jerseyans, Brooklynites, Queens residents, Bronx residents that don't think this is a good idea. This is what the borough president had to say. You'd have to be a first-class idiot to support any plan that intentionally hurts your neighbors and your constituents, both from a financial and environmental perspective. And if anybody believes that the cost will remain at $23 or whatever it is, we have a bridge back there for sale if you want it. Now, the borough president is going to be following the lead of the New Jersey governor and actually bringing a lawsuit to stop this congestion pricing. New Jersey is actually suing the federal government, and this is an issue that's united Democrats and Republicans in New Jersey, to halt this congestion pricing plan. They filed this complaint on Friday, U.S. District Court in New Jersey, and they said it was challenging the fact that the Federal Highway Administration made this decision to just rubber stamp the approval of congestion pricing last month without any sort of research, due diligence, or anything else. The bottom line here is their own studies show this is going to add to traffic congestion in the outer boroughs and New Jersey, and it's going to add to the pollution problem in these places. That's why, tucked in, if you read some of the coverage of this, tucked into this proposal, there's actually funding for things like asthma mitigation in areas that are going to be heavily affected by this. So these guys are telling you this is not going to do anything to reduce traffic congestion except in Manhattan, south of 60th Street. Now, Do the people that live above 60th Street or Brooklyn, Staten Island, and New Jersey, do they somehow count less than the people that live in Manhattan? Of course not. This is a total boondoggle and just another tax on working class New Yorkers. Has nothing to do with traffic. They're going to charge me, who comes in late at night to do this program, a congestion pricing fee. There's no traffic coming in now. It has nothing to do with traffic. It is just another tax, and it's a real shame. More power to you, Governor Murphy and Borough President Fasella. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, just when you thought it could not get any more expensive to live in New York, it's about to. If the taxes weren't enough, the cost of a mortgage isn't enough. Now congestion pricing, which we've told you about, if that's not enough, Con Ed is getting ready to hike electricity rates by 9.1%. And you might say, oh, what do I care? We have gas-powered heat. Oh, you're not exempt. Gas is going to go up by 8.4% starting in August. And, as the game shows say, wait, there's more. There are more increases slated for January. 
of next year. These increases from Con Edison show no signs of stopping, and it really does give you an appreciation of how short-sighted Andrew Cuomo was. Remember what his big priority in office was, closing Indian points, stopping the reliance on nuclear power. Well, what happens? You shut down the nuclear power plant that was powering an incredible number of New York homes and businesses, and shockingly, it costs more to heat your home or to electrify your home. This is crazy. And I think a lot of the policies by people like Andrew Cuomo have kind of put us in this position in the first place. But the fundamental issue here is there's no one looking out for the ratepayers. We don't elect the head of Con Ed. If they're uh, giving themselves multi-million dollar bonuses while raking us over the coals, what can we do about it? Nothing. They have a monopoly. What other states have, places like Oregon, uh, cities like San Diego, Illinois, they have what's called a citizen utility board, which serves as a watchdog for the ratepayers. It's non-government funded. It's totally voluntary. They elect their own officers. And if you look at the reports that they put out, they have saved the ratepayers a bundle over the years. And one of the good things, I was pretty critical of Mario Cuomo when he was governor, but one of the things that Mario Cuomo tried to do in the waning days of his governorship is institute this in New York. They weren't able to get it going, weren't able to get it off the ground. I think looking at these rate increases, it is absolutely time to revisit the idea of a citizen utility board in New York State because the ratepayers, one, can't afford this. This is just going to drive more people out of uh, out of the state. And two, how do we know if this money is being spent prudently? Uh, we're just going to take Con Ed's word for it? And what do you do if you don't like it? Turn the lights off? Last one to leave the state. Remember to turn the lights out lest you get left with the electric bill. Beam me up! To be continued. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, I'm sure many of you saw the news over the weekend that the tradition of the mayor's radio show in New York City is coming back. This is not a new tradition. I think most mayors, going all the way back to the time of Fiora LaGuardia, have had some sort of regular radio presence. Ed Koch, he was uh, Mr. Radio. Rudy Giuliani, he had a show on this station while he was mayor, every week, every Friday. It was a great show. And then, uh, towards the end of his mayoralty, that show was co-hosted with John Gambling, who did a great job. Then, John Gambling co-hosted a radio show, first on this station and then on WOR, with Mike Bloomberg. Bill de Blasio chose to to do it with Brian Lear on WNYC. And now Eric Adams has announced he's launching a new Sunday radio show where it's being billed as New Yorkers will get the chance to call in and ask him direct questions. It's called Hear from the Mayor, which will be broadcasted on WBLS 107.5 on Sundays. Here's what's interesting. A couple of things are interesting about this. One, I wonder if the mayor is making a little bit of a mistake by going on an urban station. Now, presumably, the people that listen to WBLS, it's mostly a black audience. 
presumably this is already the mayor's base and they're already for him and probably a lot of them approve of the job that he's doing and like the job that he's doing. Maybe it's a reflection of wanting to play to your base. But I think if he went on a station that has more of an outer borough appeal, that has more of a listenership among outer borough white ethnics who aren't necessarily the mayor's base. Because remember, the mayor didn't win in Staten Island. He's got to win people over there. I think if he went on a WABC, a WOR, a 1010 Wins, a CBS 880, I think that might go, assuming the mayor could acquit himself well in this show, I think that might go a long way towards winning the mayor some converts. So I think this is a little bit of a tactical mistake. The other thing that I think was weird about this announcement is the (laughs) announcement that it's going to be semi-regularly on Sundays. How do you schedule a show semi-regularly? Is it going to be every week or is it not? Is it going to be every other week or is it not? It sounds like it's just whenever he feels like being on the radio, that's when he's going to get to go on, which is pretty lame. The mayor should commit to a regular schedule of doing this radio show so the public knows when to call in with questions and so that the press knows when to listen in to see what the mayor's answers to those questions are. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. We're going to be talking drugs, harder drugs, in just a moment. However, this bill caught my attention. You know my position when it comes to marijuana. I don't care if other people want to smoke marijuana. It's just not for me. And I despise walking down the boardwalk in Atlantic City or walking down the streets of Manhattan or even when I was in Las Vegas, walking around Las Vegas. And this odor of marijuana, which to me smells like a skunk, it smacks you in the face. I find it really does diminish the quality of life. Well, now a pair of Republican state lawmakers are pushing to ban public pot smoking in an effort to clear the air of these pungent clouds of funky smoke. State Senator George Borello from upstate in Jamestown joined Brooklyn Assemblyman Michael Novikov, who's one of the newer Republican members of the state assembly, and it would prohibit the use of cannabis unless a city or town specifically permits it. I think this is a great idea. Now, Novokov, his district is in Gravesend, And he introduced this measure back in May and modeled it on existing laws banning the open consumption of alcohol. Now, think about that. You can't really walk down the street of Brooklyn holding an open beer can. Why should you be able to walk down the same streets in Brooklyn smoking on a marijuana cigarette? I would rather have you have the open beer can because I don't have to smell the beer. I am smelling the marijuana. Senator Borello signed on after receiving a stream of complaints from constituents who are now regularly assaulted with the pungent odor of marijuana on public sidewalks, in parking lots, and on other public spaces. You know, if you try to smoke a cigarette now somewhere out in the open, people are ready to pounce on you and haul you off to jail. But for some reason... Since legalized recreational cannabis has taken hold, you can't walk down a street in Manhattan without being smacked in the face with this pungent odor. I think this bill has a lot of merit, and I hope the legislature takes it up when they meet in January. Beam me up! To be continued. 